This is a HeadGum Podcast. Gold teeth and... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A curse for this town. We're all in my mouth. Only I don't know how they got out, dear. Turn me back into the pet. I was when we met. <laughs> I was happier than with no mindset. Oh. And if you like me, I need my guests to come and sing this part. If you take me like gold takes to the wind, well, I took from my trees and I danced like a king of the eyesores, and the rest of our lives would fare well. Wow. Okay, that was New Slang by the iconic band The Shins. And I know what some of you are thinking. That song came out in 2001. Is our guest today, class of 2001? No. Our guest today is not. Our guest today and I actually are the same for the first time in Seniors of Perlitatives so far. We are the same class. And that's exciting because also new this album came out in 2001. This was on O Inverted World. This was very important to me. The Shins were a huge, very, very important band to me. And, you know, even though the year, I didn't even say this, the year is actually, it's not 2001, it is 2008 is the year we are talking about. And wow, so much is happening in 2008. For starters... First starters, the Jonas Brothers finally opened up about their purity rings in Details Magazine in 2008. Huge. Madonna confirmed she was going to release a new album, Hard Candy. The final concert of the Spice Girls, all five together, was performed in 2008. Can you believe? Also, huge year for Amy Winehouse. Huge Grammy, took home five Grammy Awards that year. Miss Amy Winehouse, huge. Nicole Richie had her first baby in 2008. Britney Spears was on the cover of Rolling Stone. Britney Spears, Inside an American Tragedy. And that's kind of come full circle. And a lot of things have come full circle since 2008, which is which is interesting that we'll get into. Kim Kardashian became the face of bongo jeans in 2008. Barack Obama was running for president for the first time in 2008. Can you believe? Mariah Carey came out with her video for Touch My Body. Huge. Lipstick Jungle premiered. Also huge. Jennifer Lopez gave birth to her twins. Huge. Huge year for movies. There Will Be Blood. Michael Clayton. LaVian Rose. No Country for Old Men. Great year for movies. 2008 monster movie year. Um, wow, we also had the the Hannah Montana Best of Both Worlds came out that year. I mean, so much. 
And on top of that, top songs were Love in This Club, I Kissed a Girl, When I Grow Up, Lollipop, Jesus Christ, 2008 was a monster year, Hot and Cold, some might say best year for pop. And I just need to bring in our guest because I can't talk about this alone anymore. Our guest, in 2008, we find ourselves in Alexandra, Virginia, also very close to me. Wow, the legendary, the one of a kind, none other than Larry Owens. Larry, thank you so much for coming on Senior Superlatives today. Oh, Greta, thank you. I am just so excited to have you. Can you believe what 2008 was giving for music? Honestly, you're saying it and it all just comes or flooding back to me. It comes I rushing mean, back. Sexy can I? Sexy, sexy can I? Yep. That's like a great thing to like just remember to say sometimes. Yep. Like if you really want to just like be like funny and flirty actually yeah just say sexy can sexy i, can I. It's, and it is a song about consent oh can i may i <laughs> yes 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 american boy oh know? my gosh estelle take me on a trip i like to go, go somewhere yes i really want, want to, to come kick it with you, you. you'll be my american boy yeah that great four minutes by madonna whatever you like by ti Obviously, we already said touch you my body. You whatever you like. Yeah. Stacks on deck, Patron on ice. That song was huge for me. You know what else was huge for me? And I, this would make me emo in my car. For some reason, Miss Independent by Neo. Uh, Manicure nails to set the pedicure off. <laughs> Feminist anthem. Yeah, yeah. Missing the yeah. Okay, okay, because I was hearing. No, 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 no. Missing the pedicure. Oh, you, you were hearing Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah, when you first said it, but that was That's me. That's why I love boxing her. Missing Yeah, yep. Wow, I mean, this was a huge year. This, what I we could keep, we could truly only talk about music, but that's not why we're here. I mean, it's fun. Every song is a raging banger. I just like got money by Lil Wayne, a Millie by Lil Wayne, a Mrs. Millie. Officer by Lil Wayne. Uh, was this the Carter Two? This like, is the Carter Two. I think you're exactly right. Womanizer. I mean, womanizer, womanizer. Actually, this is kind of interesting because 2008 was kind of the first year that Miley Cyrus really came out in a solo. Solo. Yeah. What she, did we get? Seven Things. Remember that song? The Seven Things I Heard About You. Do you remember <laughs> I that don't. song? I wasn't quite on Miley until. Single Ladies. Ladies dropped in 2008. Yep. Wow. Can you believe that? Also, Shut Up and Let Me Go. Hey, by the Ting Tings. Remember that Shut song? Up and let me go. Yeah. <laughs> there's, oh. a, there's such genre here. Yeah, there is such genre. Like, there's like true rap where like people are rapping. Yeah. Like bars. Yeah. There's like, David Banner, Get Like Me. Do you remember that? It, Have you ever seen a Chevy with the butterfly door? Stunt, stunting is a habit. Get like me. No. 
<laughs> stumped for the first time on this list stumped, stumped. <laughs> just dance by lady gaga i mean that's the thing lady gaga was coming and here's the thing which is going to bridge us into high school a little bit yes lady gaga was releasing her first single yes. here yes and i'm in high school yes Tell deeply closeted yes like okay now just let's get into trenchantly it. closeted mm-hmm. in a very very southern pro south conservative environment so what you you went to a private boarding school yeah 100 percent boarding school everyone yes. lived on campus yes we all were there which is not common usually boarding school it's like 50 50 like some day I, students boarding, the boarding school that i briefly went to was very boarding heavy the day students were weird like okay were, okay they, but but i went to boarding school in new england and new england different, different vibe my sister went to madeira boarding school mm, in virginia yeah i'm in atlanta and it was more uh, like what you're saying. It was very, yeah. very much Magnolia culture. <laughs> yes. And I think about Lady Gaga dropping in 2008. Yes. And like, then it's okay to be gay. Like mm. literally like from then on, it's just been one big corporate pride parade. But before then it was like, no, it was literally like punchline, like... Like every joke in every movie is like you're gay, you're gay, or the fear, F word pa- or like gay yeah. panic, gay yeah, yeah, yeah. fear, gay anxiety, yeah. gay bashing, yeah. like all of it, like even just like femininity, right. like it's like all across all lines. And then Gaga just starts releasing this music, living out loud, mm. and then a straight woman herself, which gay icons tend to be sitting across yeah. from one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. When the gay icon is a straight woman, okay. <laughs> You know, it's hitting, okay? So, in high school, you were deeply closeted. But, like, it was more of a don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Like, it, I was just, yeah, I was just really just trying to get through it a lot. Mm-hmm. I was still, like, singing and dancing very Yo, much I was, so. I was going to ask, were you, like, in theater? Who, who were your friends? Like, what was your crew? Who were you with? Well, I'm sure everyone listening went to my high school will, like, negate this. To me, I was, like, a floater. Like, mm-hmm. I, I found it more valuable to know everyone in the school, about 400 students. So not yeah. a lot, but, like, people don't Enough. do that. Like, people, like, literally, like, you have your roommate. You yeah. have your, like, little, you know, dinner table mm-hmm. that was a big thing where you sit at dinner yes you know and so like you have that group yeah and then people wouldn't really branch out but like i would say like i knew every person on campus and that's I was, amazing and i wanted to feel comfortable like talking to everyone that's why i went to boarding school like i right. didn't go there to be boxed in or like to do you know local things i wanted to be like I want to talk to people from all over yeah, you, the world. Right. <laughs> like you, you, you at a young age wanted the cosmopolitan and international pleasures of being in a campus where you had an international selection. Of it was just like to. it was like why uh, you know I mean there was definitely I had to like work through this in later years where it was like no I was not anti black in high school I came from the hood where right. there were black people right right <laughs> like, right. I was like, babes, like, I know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm interested in, I think as an actor and like anthropologically, yeah, catch that. (laughs) I feel like I was interested in like seeing the similarities and differences with how people 
like re like just like live and breathe and react right. despite where they come from. Sure. So like no matter where you come from, there are things that like overlap about the human existence. Yeah. That was really really valuable for me to find and understand because now I can make those threads in my like writing and my comedy totally. and everything. And it's really I I do credit that expansive yeah like world to be in yeah I also think that there is something about boarding school specifically that even though that it is crazy the shit that goes on at them and it's really like a toxic environment in a lot of ways but I do think there is something nice in kind of how it sort of equalizes everyone mm-hmm. like because you're not going you're not going to so-and-so's fancy house you're not seeing their fancy car or you're not seeing that maybe they don't have as nice of a car it, it's kind of a nice way to as a teen like kind of not really know any of that information that like um unfortunately not no the wealth was bleeding the wealth was absolutely <laughs> emanating of course you knew of, of course you knew who the rich kids were <laughs> and who they weren't i just always found that like I don't know. There was something different about going to your friends. Like when you would go to a sleepover, for example, and you're like, oh, I'm in my friend's bowling alley. Like I'm in the bowling alley at the house. Blasted with wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm I'm swimming in the indoor pool and then I'm going to go into the outdoor pool. And then maybe we're going to have a tennis lesson on the tennis court in the morning when we wake up. I don't fucking know. I think, of course, you know who is the rich kid and who is not. I mean, these kids are wearing like fucking like Hermes belts that, and that's shit. That's the thing. It was the girls because there was a dress code. Yes. Yeah, so like, tell, I was going to say, tell me what the fashion was. Tell me what the, the look was. The dress code was uh, like, it was like girls could literally kind of wear anything. Like girls would like end up wearing like J. Crew like t-shirts yeah. and like soft pants. Yeah. And they're like, this is like professional. And like guys had to be in khakis and, and ties. Right. And, you know, and it was like bullshit. But the girls would literally wear like designer like absolutely too because it was like a formal you know what I mean like you're supposed to dress like business casual basically at all times right 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 this was an backdoor excuse to be wearing Millie and And, intermix oh my god Millie every Alice and Olivia on a Monday like just like sitting in biology really bringing it home Millie. with Millie. Yes, wow. The Millie hit dress. the back of my neck, honestly, <laughs> hearing that. I love enacting viscera with you. Wow, me too. There's too much overlap. There's too much overlap. Yeah, we just enacted viscera the long on shomp each other. Bag? The lo- Longchamp bag. Actually, I want one now. Yeah, now they're cute. Now we'll be, I would be reclaiming it. No, you can circle it back and then it's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I want a long shop. Yeah, want, why not? I want, an, I want an orange. I want a pumpkin long shop. There was also like, oh, and then there would be the girls, of course, with the Louis Vuitton bag. Louis Vuitton bags. But then there was also like the Southern preppy culture. And yes. It's like the Lily, Vera Bradley. Vera Bradley. Lily or Pulitzer. Lily Pulitzer. Then your, your vines. vines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, <laughs> just getting those off right up top. Yeah, just fire them off. And then you had the kids that were wearing Ralph, Le- Ralph Lauren purple label. Now, those were the <laughs> When they were like, no, when they'd pop the sweater off, you'd see the purple tag. It's like your your parents spent eight hundred dollars. Yeah, Yeah, it's intense. Ultra prep, but you know, Stubbs and Wooten. Do you remember those shoes? (laughs) I I mean, the like the like classic boarding school prep. 
like footwear. Actually, footwear is really important. It was like you were wearing rainbow sandals and you know that my flat footed, chunky footed, heavy ankled ass was in the rainbow sandals, hemp <laughs> canvas in December, ashen footed, going back to Baltimore, getting absolutely, everyone's like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, they got you. I was like, yeah, I was in the rainbow sandal, ashen footed. The leather worn down, worn down. They had to be worn in, worn yeah. in. But you had to break them in. I had... break them in, break them in. Yeah, you had to not break worn. Them in. I'm sorry, break, break them in. No, no, they're, they're just broken in. No, they would never be worn because <laughs> then once it's worn, worn it would be, oh, God doing... forbid. No, I had my mom hated those sandals. My mom was like, ne- she thought flip flops like never wear flip flops in public. Yeah, flip flops is what you wear nasty. to the spa. It's I agree. What you wear. Me too. <laughs> to the spa, to the pool, it's like. Like you wear a flip flop if you're going to get a pedicure and you need your toes to dry. Like that's when you wear a uh, flip flop. It's the oh, we got a little coffee spill and we're in the flip flop. The flip flop. The flip flop is trash. Yeah, keep going. This was good. This monologue. This is how I feel. (laughs) The flip flop now, honey. If I see any grown person (laughs) in a flip flop, I don't care. You, we need to be. 20 feet away from sand, the the beach, <laughs> if you're in a flip-flop. Period. 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 That's it. I can't, I, especially in New York. People that walk Ooh. around New York City Ooh. in an open toe, period, Ooh. unless you are wearing a gorgeous evening shoe, that's fine. <laughs> if we're going out at night, that's fine. But if... And you know what? I'm sorry. I don't mean to be sexist, but like men, (laughs) it should be illegal to wear flip flops in public. And it needs to stop. And the fact that it's still going on to this day is disturbing. (laughs) And, you know, I also know that you know what I'm talking about. There was a lot of culture, too, when we were in high school in the DMV of OAR, of yes, fish, fish, of jam band, jam bands, the jam bands. And, and people loving, you know, and of course, this, this spans generations. This is not just us. <laughs> generational trauma. But generational trauma. But like, the, it was the look of the rainbow flip-flop, the Chino. Chino. Maybe, honestly, maybe a top from Ralph Lauren Rugby. Rugby, Ralph Lauren. I was going to get into that, but we'll hold. Maybe some kind of a hat. Hat, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were at like an outdoor concert venue watching like Dave Matthews. Yeah, Dave Matthews. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to have you sing that up at the beginning. And well. smarching or whatever that Dave Matthews song. <laughs> and smarching. Yeah. Um, and all the little ants are marching. Marching. <laughs> marching. Why is it so close? Marching. <laughs> all the little ants are marching. Did you have... Um... <laughs> Did you have a roommate? Yes. yes. Every, like all four years. No, I had a roommate two of the four years. At the was it what years were they? It was freshman and maybe freshman and junior year. Was it the same person or no, different? No, and this was always like the sore spot. It's like at the end of the year, you pick roommates. No, and so and everyone has an obvious pair, right? But because I was the floater, right? I did not have an obvious pair. And you were any year, 
at all. Any year, yeah. So, did you live in a single your sophomore year? Yeah, so I, yeah, I lived in a. Yeah, I think that's when I lived in a single on the freshman dorm, mm -hmm. which is like low status. Like that's like bad. You're, right. Because like, because you want to be off of the freshman dorm, you want to yeah, be yeah, yeah. with like you know doing crazy stuff with ro the sophomores robo with like because then you're mixed right so it's like the seniors it's like the robo tripping and the you we know we gotta talk about robo all tripping. of the illicit yes, yes, yes the, what is it called whippets the whippets and you know all the stuff the Adderall like the Adderall you the smoking the good, cigarettes the you get everything. into the good stuff the, yeah the, the hanging of tobacco oh my gosh wow wow do you know how much dip tobacco I have done in my life really? from boarding school. No. Yes, that was like one of the easiest ways to be cool. Was would to, you do pouches or would you do loose tobacco? I would do loose tobacco because I was trying to go hard. I was like, pouches were for bitches. I mean, I did. I put loose... <laughs> Producer Mike is cat. Like, yeah. pouches are for bitches. Yeah, I was hanging that. This is what the episode's going to be called. Pouches are for bitches. Yeah. Skull pouch. Yeah, I would pouch. never. Never. Skull mint. You're oh my honestly, gosh. you're offended that I would even think you would put a it, skull mint pouch it, in your mouth. It hurt me when you said pouches. <laughs> I was hanging, not even fat lips. But not even fat lips. That is but. a real, I mean, I, I do also think it's like a northern thing too, but to me that always felt like very, whenever people, my friends in like Pennsylvania or New York or whatever would be like, oh, you live in the South. Like, you live in D.C. D.C. is the South. <laughs> and I would be like, no, no it's, not. it's not. And then I was just like, kids dipping all the time for some reason to me. I was like, yeah, I guess I am in the South. <laughs> <laughs> That'll like, learn you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I dipped one time Vomited. loose immediately. <laughs> It was it was like Ipecac. It was like I put immediate barf. Yeah, immediate barf. Oh my god! One time, one time. Yeah, like the juice went went back instead of you know forward. Yeah, and absolutely vomited and just like we just yeah. Just oh my God. terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. But these were the things that I was missing out on by like being in a single. And yeah, honestly, just like scarred forever with like not being picked. <laughs> it's, it's really, really brutal. Yeah. But also I knew that like I would I would much rather march to the beat of my own drum. Right. Than like shrink myself and have a, you know, and have a pair. Right. Which is my problem today yeah. when I'm single. Okay. I'd rather. <laughs> Parallels, okay, 2008, 2021. Not a damn thing has changed, okay? I would rather not shrink myself just so that I'm in a pair. So so repeat that back to me. Play this clip when, I I, when rather, I'm like... I will. And I've, I'm going to text you. I'm going to say I would rather not shrink myself than be in a pair. Mm -hmm. What was the room decor like? Like, the well, how did decor, you decorate? Well, like, thing is, it's like, I don't know. I have a pretty shambly home life just to begin with. So, like, I'm not, like, a decorator. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. like, I'm not someone who, like, I get in and immediately, like, every inch is covered. I can kind of, like, do the spare walls. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For a really long yeah. time. But now, you know, it was the tapestry culture was big. Huge. You know, they're the classic posters you're always going to find. Like uh, such as. College. Yeah. Uh, Belushi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. getting. Uh, who was who was the pinup at the time? Who was like the Sports Illustrated? I feel it's like. Kate Upton too early. Too early. Like, I feel like Brooke Burke was probably like. Brooke Burke. Happening then. I think like I knew that my. High school boyfriend, I 
think had Alessandra Ambrosio on his wall okay. or something there is, like there that. There is a girl. None of these are hitting like where Adriana Lima. Yeah, like I feel like Huge. there. I feel like there was a hot girl poster, and she's in like. Could it have been like honestly like. Someone like Mal- Malin Malin Ackerman. Malin like, Ackerman could have would have been Malin you know? Ackerman, like like one like an actress who like yeah. appeared in a in a Apatow movie. Yeah, or like or honestly, you know who was very hot then? Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis was really hot then. And I'm just envisioning like I think it's like yes. very low rise. Yeah, panky. She's yeah. in a panky, <laughs> yeah. and then kind of like a. Like a little, like it was probably like a like a white tank top. Yes, white tank top and the panky. And the panky. And yes, you are like, seeing what I'm seeing. And it was probably like fully cropped. Yeah, we're getting tough, yeah, we're getting flat an pack ab <laughs> that's like impossible to get. Scarring, tramp stamp. Tramp stamp. I wanted one so bad. I so, still want oh one. My oh my god, I wanted one so bad. Who was your okay? So we're in high school. We're at boarding school. <laughs> who who was your best friend? I know that you were a floater, but did you have like one friend where you were like, "This is the person"? I did. So my sophomore year, when I was living in the freshman dorm, because I skipped a grade, so I like was significant. Did you skip your freshman year of high school? No, 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 no. I skipped like in elementary school. Got it. But I so I showed up a twelve year old freshman, but I was looking to two hundred and fifty pounds. So like, no, everyone was like, "I hear that there's a twelve year old freshman," because that is crazy. You were at boarding 12 school. Yes, yeah, so like were at f- boarding at boarding school to like be twelve is crazy but so they were everyone was like looking for this like little like four foot eight right you know like which there are there are like underdeveloped like little right, like little, runs running yeah, around yeah, yeah. but it's me <laughs> I'm the I'm the child the little child and so because of that like and it's, I do think back and I'm like if I could go back I would have just graduated in literally like 2012. There was, because we come from that like 90s, you know, Clinton era achievement, you know. Did like, you just, were you just like accelerated so they just let you skip a My grade? sister is 15 months older than I am. Mm-hmm. So everything she learned, I would learn at the same time. Right. And so, you know, in school, like, you know, it's easy until it's not. Right. And so I would just like do everything that she did. Right. And be like, then a nuisance to the class because I was like, I'm done. Right. Were you that person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then cut to boarding school and I'm like, wait, I'm out class. And I right. was like, I'm the court jester. La, 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 la. Were you the, were you like, did you, as a student, were you a good student? Were you like a class disruptor? Like what was the. I, I was like, once there was a moment that I realized, cause like I came from this like really, really beautiful, like all boys, all like all black, like middle school like Mm -hmm. our education was uh funded by like you know generous people in the area and it was like meant to get it was it succeeded it got me out of the hood (laughs) into boarding school and now look (laughs) i'm an entertainer so i was in this environment where like we you know we were all competing against each other with like our limited resources and right. like I was the best at that and then I went to this place where everyone had unlimited resources mm-hmm. and I was not the best at that Right. and once I realized that I was not in competition to be the best at it right. I checked the fuck out yeah. <laughs> once I realized that I was not going to be the smartest person in the school sure. on paper because of biology and math yeah. then I was like um, that you know they had just built 
before I for my freshman year they just finished a new art center mm-hmm. so you know it was like eight million dollars sure, state of the crazy. art you yeah, know yeah, there's yeah. like we have two theaters a recording studio a dog yeah. studio and like, some of these schools their theaters are like nicer than Brooklyn. theaters yeah. I get to perform in now oh my god we perf- I perform in basement trunks yeah me too I perform in the trunk of a car black mold oh, black mold <laughs> <laughs> I actually perform for black mold my I favorite into the mic yeah. literally yeah. like yeah. <laughs> truly that wish I had a cough button because honey the I black know. mold can pawn me very real very real now um yeah, and so I just, like, the arts building was, like, my saving grace. Yeah. It was everything to me. I would literally just, like, spend all my time in there, and just, like, writing became a saving grace. Like, you know, like, newspaper, yeah. literary magazine. In spring, literary magazine. So my best friend was a freshman when I was a sophomore, mm-hmm. and we were the same age. Right, right. <laughs> Makes sense. But I, like, randomly, like, got to be, like, high status to someone. Right. Because I'd been there before, and everything is codified tradition. Yes. Tradition is the most important word at boarding school, at prep school. Like, it is, like, everything is to be revered because it was once something. Right. Or we do it every year. So I was able to, like, keep sort of, like, the secrets to all these traditions and, like, have this, like, cool, like, you know. What were some of the traditions? Oh, my God. So many. So many. I mean, just, like, orientation week. Like, there's just, like... We always do this. We always do that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Well, like, what was our like football rivalry? Yeah, it's the oldest football rivalry in the country. My school was the first high school in Virginia. Wow. Yeah, and we have like a, a hundred and like seven year rivalry with this other boarding school called Woodbury Forest. Yeah. And so in the fall there is a like Friday Night Lights ass. Like extra, like blowout, like tailgate right, like blowout. Everyone descends. It's called the game, <laughs> the game, the high school, the high school. Beat the forest, and so like we have like a spirit week, and then like all of the alumni come. There's a we burn a tiger in effigy, yeah, because that's their mascot, Woodbury Forest Tigers, yeah, yeah. and so like, we burn this tiger. Oh my God, like cheerleaders at our school are not like. Bring it on, cheerleaders. Right. The cheerleaders are like the four most like hatchet face athletes. <laughs> <laughs> like of each gender. So like four hatchet face guys, four hatchet face girls, and they just like yell at us to yell these ancient cheers. These they're these hundred year old cheers oh that like you learn like your first week and you have to be prepared to say them at the football games. That's and it, crazy. yeah, they're very gendered. So so you, as a girl, you would go. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops 
and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Okay, so I go rip them up, tear them up, and uh-huh. then you go harder, harder. Oh, my God. So, so, I, so the guys are like, rip them up, tear them up. And then I go harder, harder. Yeah, but you're like, but blood curdling, like. I'm like <laughs> Yes, yes. Banshee white woman. Yes, repairing. Rip them up, tear them up. Yes, yes. This is about football. This is about football. That's yeah, so like, crazy. Like, oh, yes, yeah, so there are these like 100 year old cheers, one of them. So, like, literally, you hear that, you know what's going down. And everyone's like, rickety, rackety, shanty town. Who can tear Episcopal down? Nobody, nobody, yeah. Nobody, nobody, yeah. When you're up, you're up, you're down, you're down, you're up against us, you're upside down, way down, way down, fight, fight. Woo! But it's like said Wait, three times as fast. That is. A hundred, like 400 people. Loud. Rickety, rackety, shanty town. Yeah. Who can tear Episcopal down? Nobody, nobody, yeah. That's nobody, crazy. Nobody, yeah. When you're up, you're up, you're down, you're down, you're up against us, you're upside down, way down, way down, fight, fight. Woo! And then I always go into the girl woo. (laughs) (laughs) Did you play any sports? So in my middle school, they hit me with the scam. Because, okay, Uh private school, they hate to break the academic day to go to gym. Yeah. So instead, you have this bogus athletic requirement. Yeah. Which means that after the day is done... You have to go to your extracurricular. You have to go and run to field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like for like school spirit. So I had done that already in middle school and it was for the birds. So I figured out how to circumvent athletic requirements. Which is? Which is you could also get athletic credit for managing a, a team oh, sport. You better believe I did that. What did you manage? I managed boys, varsity, basketball, and I co-managed, and I'm just remembering this now, um, boys, varsity, baseball when I was, I think, a sophomore. <laughs> but See, you better believe I ran that <laughs> basketball team my junior and senior year. I ran that team. Well, the thing is, I was giving you, you're giving very, like, high visibility sports, boys varsity. Mm-hmm. I was giving low visibility sports, female JV volleyball. I was about to say, you're like, you're like girls JV volleyball. Absolutely. Girls- Girls JV track and field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I girls like JV the, cross country. The pressure was off. Cross country. There's no equipment. I yeah, love that. Yeah. <laughs> just showing up. Yeah. Just like fill up the water. Go. So I would I would drop off the balls to the girls for volleyball, and then I would go and watch Gilmore Girls and like eat pop tarts from the bookstore, like and oh work my on my God. craft and work on your craft. Watching Gilmore Girls. Pop tarts. Are we doing unfrosted or frosted? We're doing frosted strawberry. Wow. Yeah. So my my snack. I would go to the bookstore where you like charge. You have an account. So you yeah. Just like there's no currency you right. just like it's, charge it's, it yeah it's like fake and I like ha- I truly like I'm so poor from Baltimore I like I had no like who was paying for this I had no idea it was but just like charge it to the somehow always got settled yeah, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe setting me up for how I behave now um <laughs> it just all got settled but am I I would go and I would slam I would slam the strawberry pop tarts frosted Tostitos hint of lime. Yes. And also Diet Coke yes. with lime. Love that. Which a tastes lot of... like battery acid, okay. but in a good way. But Larry, you and I were the same because I loved everything with an essence of lime then. <laughs> I will go down in history as saying Tostitos hint of lime Ooh. chips. That is one of the greatest chips ever invented on planet Earth. 
period. Huge for my high school culture. So good. Because that really came out when we were in high school. It had to have dropped. It had to have dropped. I think it dropped in like 06. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a huge chip. (laughs) I mean, it's gone nowhere. It's still here. It's still here. In its original packaging. Yes. Very much unchanged. Very much unchanged. Very much like, no, we like what this is. I think I need to go and get a bag after yeah. this because yeah, I, I need that artificial tang. It's an artificial tang. It's a light dusting. Like It's not a Dorito. It's no. not like a Cheeto on the finger. No. It's light. It's light. It is both salty and sweet. And yeah. crunch. It is everything. It it's is perfect. It's the umami. It is. It is the umami of, of, of chip. chips. So, I mean, also eating the food vibe in Ooh. boarding school. Sodexo. It, yeah, it's all that. Yeah, everyone knows. If you've, if, under the sound of my voice, if you've gone to a college, you know the Sodexo. Yeah. It's yeah. the same. It's the same. It's dining hall. It's dining hall. Was there a meal, like a dining hall meal where you were like, this is fucking it? I mean, the chicken fingers it's were like. It's always the chicken, the chicken fingers. fingers. <laughs> the chicken fingers were breaded, thick breaded, and like the barbecue was hidden. Like, Because it's hard to fuck hitting. up the chicken finger. It is. You can though. It it is possible. A slim, wet, less breaded, not crispy. No, but these were like exceptionally, like very much. Like I can't really liken them to another chicken finger in popular culture, which makes me sad. But like there was exceptional crunch and like and like pepper. I feel like there's like also pepper Pepper going on. Yeah, you know when it's like kind of like dark flecked. Yeah, I understand. Dark flecked. I love it. With Love. substantial crunch. Like, you can kind of, like, break off a thing and you it's really just crunch. You could hurt your tooth. You could if you go in there dangerously. But the chicken footballs, it's the cordon bleu. That's, like, what, you know... Straight guys would like love that one. Yeah, they, they'd be like the footballs. Yeah, we got the footballs, <laughs> the chicken footballs. Um, but yeah, the buffet salad bar honestly rocked. Yeah, the salad bar was great. Salad bar for non-seated meals. Um, I just remember when I was at boarding school. There would always be like some wild card dish. It was always like a tilapia or yeah, something don't touch like the that. Fish. Don't touch and the I'm fish. like, what fucking crazy ass is eating? <laughs> it's like, also, I love that boarding school, you literally do become a mini adult. Like, you, there is, there, of course, yes, there is staff, there are your teachers, blah, blah, blah. But, you do decide what you eat every, every moment, day. Yeah. You just you have to like get your ass up to go to class. I mean, the responsibility that is put on you were twelve, I know, which I'm is tired, crazy. Honey. I'm tired. But I'm like, why did I let people take care of me then? I just, wanted to be independent so bad. But I know, now me all too. I want is someone to take care of me. Oh my god, that me was too. my time to be taken care Absolutely. of. Absolutely, but also it was meddling, and I didn't want that either. I know. My, my mom, sweet, sweet Christian woman, meddlesome. Yeah, meddlesome. I know this is not feminist language, but henpecked <laughs> is how I could describe myself. <laughs> um, so I had to go. I, I couldn't abide by it. Yeah, but. Now I'm thinking I'm like, if I like, why? No, I, 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 I left my. I wanted to leave my house for similar reasons because I was like, I cannot deal with my fucking parents. They're too stressful for me. Yeah, I was like, I'll be better on my own. When you feel like when you feel like you have it more together than your parents, yeah, you go to work. Yeah, when you're like, you elect to go. People are like, what you were set. And I was like, no, honey, no. It's yeah. A lot of people think. 
that don't know the culture mm. think that it's a you were sent reform you were school. bad the reform yeah. school and also it's often used as a punchline in media yeah it I'll is. send those meddlesome ki- meddlesome yeah like I'm gonna send the kids off to boarding school I mean I say that as Bora, stepmom Bora. Yeah, all you, the time all the time you know you contribute to the stigma against boarding exactly. schools exactly well because it was like the ultimate threat but if you didn't know what it was I could imagine being a kid and hearing your parents say if you fuck around one more time I'm gonna send you to boarding school I'll be like ah, oh my god boarding school meanwhile for me it was this huge privilege I was like okay I'm gonna get this huge scholarship 100% and I'm gonna live at this high functioning place Absolutely. get out of East Baltimore and the caliber of like the level of the academics are so high at these places. It is, it is. I swear to God, my four years of high school were harder than anything, anything you'll ever I've do in ever your done life. In, in your life. In your life. <laughs> and, that is, and that's so real. And actually, I do I feel like I had a moment this year. Can you imagine this year where I was like. Of all years? Where I, where I was like, <laughs> where I was like grateful. I was like. No, it's like I really, really am a critical thinker with a huge worldview because it was just like assumed that I would be ha- that I would be those things. Absolutely. And everyone is not like and it's like it's baffling now to like have such access to how many people like don't have those things like a, a, a large worldview. Yeah. Where you can consider things outside of yourself yeah. that like have nothing to do with you yeah. and not be judgmental towards them. And also to think critically and just means like you know in depth and with nuance and so I 100% got that and I had exposure to so many amazing things even though I was doing so poorly in the classroom I was still exposed to it and I was still engaging Uh, with it I was literally the same way I was such a bad student but I was still yeah, like I, I was still engaging with it, and I was still participating. And yeah, Aristotle was not giving his mentees like a graded test, no. you know, an SAT rubric. Like no. it was like, do you remember? Like, do you hold this stuff in your heart, and can you put it together? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when brought up, can you engage with this? Right. I think is really like the mark of intellect. Not I like, agree. did you slam this down your your brain factory shoot so you but, can forget it next week? But it's really. The, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? The importance, I guess, we don't, the, the thing that I think fucked me up in high school was I wish I just had one teacher, and my mom did this for me, which, thank God, but I wish I had, like, one teacher in the institution to be like, hey, it's okay that you're, performing poorly in the output section because I can tell that you are like intellectually grasping things and that you have like that you have something going on in there yeah because I just remember being like well fuck I'm fucking up all of these tests I must be so fucking dumb I (laughs) I mean I never actually thought I was dumb but there was a wavering confidence no I felt dumb often at school knowing full well that like then I would have conversation with these folks and like the people who are shoving it down the brain sheet right. and forgetting it the next week, like because they have good test taking skills. Right, and exactly. They're all medicated to the high heavens. Right. Every single person that I was, I was, it was around junior year, I go, Larry, no, you're not doing well. They're on drugs. 
<laughs> they're all on performance enhancing drugs like a, like a you know a teenager is not supposed to be doing this like a teenager doing six AP classes which was common yes in boarding school is not real that's college <laughs> do you feel that because I deal with this very heavily in my psyche now as an adult and like in my work world and I think that you're the same way as me like I was always in an environment with such high achievers because the bar was set so fucking high. Even when you're like 13 years old, it's like these kids, they were like, and not only is Tommy um, going to be competing in the Junior Olympics this year, he's also um, a Latin scholar and will be doing a national tour with like the Latin League. And he um, is getting a Nobel Peace Prize for the youth um, for for his breakthrough in science um, <laughs> and he cracked Pythagorean's theorem and like what like I just feel like I was surrounded by these kids that were fucking yeah and I was I was the one of the I was like someone who had my little list it's yeah. like Larry got a full scholarship to boarding school right. and he's gonna go sing at blah 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 right. with this thing and like and I and I had until like literally last year, can you imagine the timing? Until last year, I still had a culture of what I call bone bringing, yeah. where like bringing all, like feeling like every three months, every four months, like two months, like half a year, I have to bring back some huge bone mm-hmm. to the hearth right. in order to be granted, I don't know what, another six months of sunshine. Right. Like, I like that I have to like present some huge accomplishment. Right. Which like is helpful because yeah, great. Won't settle. We'll always push. We'll always right. be achieving. There'll always be something to strive for. But also, wow. It's a deep pressure that like it I wound, think yeah. it was very I just remember feeling like and I really deal with this now where it's like if you are not working if you are not working towards greatness if you are not every single day like crack, cracking the whip on yourself every single day like it goes very much like hmm if you're sitting here thinking about what you could be doing you could just be doing it yeah and you should be yeah because you were trained for this moment. Yeah. You have everything. You have no excuse. Yeah. The only person that you can blame is, is yourself. Yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. I guess actually you're not that talented. No, the the trauma is so real. So they would read what was called the high list. The high list. But mm-hmm. in Southern, the high the list. The high list. The high list. And it was literally, it's like the honor roll. What you would just call the honor roll. But you Mortifying. Can't, they would do that out loud. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't just call it the honor roll because that would be common. So right. it's the high, the high list. list. Oh god! And so they would read the high list, and they were starting from ninety average up to a hundred and plus because you could get more points. You could get like you get an additional point on your grade point average just for being in an AP class. Right. So people, folks would have. 102 point something right and then it was always at the very top of the high list and so i would just be sitting there like and everyone would be like larry you're not on the high list like they would literally like like, they would ask me because i'm going around talking my shit you know i have a fantastic vocabulary Uh, and i was talking to everyone well you're and i was young i was the skipped you know what i mean like like, oh especially when you're young they're like oh well obviously i mean and you are but it's like obviously he's gifted yeah he's gifted yeah yeah Yeah. and you are gifted but but it's like not at the brain shoot not at the brain me either i'm I'm a genius, just not at the brain shoot. Not at the brain shoot. If we're no. shoving it down the brain shoot, then regurgitating no. it. It's a chop for me, of course, when I do it on stage yeah. as uh, learning lines. Yeah. 
which is kind of the whole thing. What um wow, we have so I could talk to you about this for hours. I know. What I know. um are we at the end? Cause I haven't I haven't, I haven't dropped the. No, we're I, not. We're oh, not at the end. Okay. I'm about to ask you what your story is. My story. I want to know a, high, a quintessential high school story for you. Um, I want to know a high school story that you, when you reflect on it, it is something that has impacted you, or oh. it is something that is like. That is like wow. I, that was so high school. One of the yeah. Two. Okay. Yes. This is this is my this is my moment. Um, just sort of just like to get out there, just like being like a bad person. I was in the Young Republicans Club, um, but only because it was like popular because everyone was like a southern. You're in bigot. Alexandria, Virginia. Yes. Yes. Fine. But I like I obviously I knew nothing of like the politics. <laughs> I knew sure. I like knew it was like subversive because mm-hmm. I was black, mm-hmm. but I was like. Honestly, just trying to have friends. Yeah. But then I also was in the Young Democrats photo, too, for picture day. <laughs> so you were in both parties. I had no loyalties. I had no loyalties, but I do remember, like, getting Young Republicans t-shirt just so that people would like me. Mm-hmm. And being like, like, ha, ha, ha. I'm, like, wearing it, like, I'm sure now what I would consider ironically. Right. But, like, then I was testing the waters. Yeah. And, yeah, and just, like, yeah, any sort of thing where I was, like, just courting the 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 public you know not the public but like the popular right mode of being which was something right. that now I would just make fun of so right badly but at the time it's I, like the folks that I was trying to impress yeah I would be absolutely you would hate to be friends with them now I would just be ro- mo- mocking I would be roasting incisively well you couldn't you literally couldn't be friends with them now yeah I don't know if it would work no yeah. Um, did you party in high school? Were you drinking in high school? Were, were also, were, you were in theater, you were doing theater, you were doing plays. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was only with the athletic requirements. I was only allowed to do one play a year formally. And you did the spring when, musical? Winter musical. Winter, winter musical, musical, always sacred. Yeah. And I put in my put in my time. You know mm-hmm. how you have to pay your dues. Yes. Little character roles, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Junior year theater teacher who I've been paying my dues to mm-hmm. leaves his no. daughter who goes to the school got caught for cheating no and he couldn't handle cheating as you know at boarding school huge deal babe huge deal scarlet letter scarlet letter that's honor it. code it's over honor code oh and then you need to go in front did you ever have to did you ever honor committee yeah never well I mean not that you would me on the other hand <laughs> that what was is, what awful was your, what was your honor committee infraction Plage? I think it was because uh, plagiarism gets you kicked out. It wasn't plagiarism because I, I was too. I was honestly, I was too scared to plagiarize. Really, yeah. I also like. I didn't realize, and I had a, a teacher. My, I think it was my freshman year of high school. I had a teacher, bless them, who pulled me aside and was like, "Hey." I just want to let you know that when you like reword sentences, that's what plagiarizing is. Because in my mind, I was like, well, plagiarizing is copy and pasting. <laughs> I was like, plagiarizing is when you straight up just like yeah, I take wrote an this. excerpt, put it over here, like whatever. I was like, oh, I genuinely was like, I just kind of thought it was okay to sort of like reword like <laughs> other ideas. And she, and I remember. Because I, I knew it was bad. Like, I knew that what I did was bad. I was also, like, spark noting great expectations and, like, not reading at all. <laughs> not reading the Odyssey. Not reading any of that shit. 
And I remember her pulling me aside and I had such fear of getting in trouble at that age that like I really thought I was going to pee my pants. No, Like my whole body got so hot and I was like, wow, I can never do that again. Yeah. And if I am going to plagiarize, like... You need to really fucking figure it out. Yeah, don't don't plagiarize. Don't no. plagiarize. No, it's been it's been really fun because like online, there's been like Twitter's really nice to me, and they're like uh, gross. No one's ever said that before. I mean, like theater, <laughs> like parts of theater Twitter are like really nice to me, and whenever like Little Shop of Horrors comes up, they're all like like. <laughs> like Larry needs to play Seymour which is really sweet mm-hmm. and then one time it was like it was like every time they do Little Shop of Horrors they cast these hunky ass guys as Seymour how about someone nerdy and schlubby like Larry no. <laughs> but like it, it was still sweet but my senior year they did Little Shop the old director I paid my dues to had gone no. and then this new director was there hack hack of a person terrible hack and and so I won at Little Shop it's my senior year I get to do one musical a year yeah. I sacrifice everything to do this musical I've brought in so many people into the theater program obviously yeah. just my natural enthusiasm yes. like it is like a thriving like populated place like these we did numbers starting my first freshman year the musical always did numbers yeah of course. okay we did Greece my freshman year was a cast of like 40 sure. unheard of at this like yeah. athletic that's a lot haven. of students it's a lot of students and then so and you need a big cast for that production to be good you do you do and we did all these different clicks it was really nice and then senior year I we did little shop and I did not want to play the plant I decided that I was going to pursue Seymour. this I was going to pursue acting for my life. Yeah. And like, what will they like? What will they like realistically have me play the plant? You know what I mean? But like, why not here? Like, why can't I play Seymour? Right. So I went to my audition and I sang this like very, very like, instead of singing like a. How Audrey too. I'm gonna eat you. I'm hungry. Instead yeah. of doing a song like that, yeah. I just sang like a very, very like simple Stephen Sondheim song, "Good Thing Going." Just like very, I like, love that song. It's it's in my mind. I'm like, this is a perfect song. Like communicate. Yeah. That I like want to play like the sort of like the simple, complicated feelings yeah. of being Seymour. Yeah. And instead of uh, just giving me Seymour or the plant, he put me in the ensemble. No. My senior year of non-art sporting school. The only person before or since to ever pursue a professional career. And we know, we know in high school that the dues and the hierarchy is just as important. If, like, even if I couldn't sing, you would still give me a lead because you're a senior. Yeah, and you and you deserved it and you worked hard. And also, I... I'm going to speak about it. Everyone's going to be like, Greta, please shut the fuck up. Stop talking about your theater director in high school that never gave you an opportunity. I would just like to say. But with this is the wounds. These are wounds. These are deep wounds. Never gave me opportunities. Now, we do actually have a shocking number of successful um, <laughs> theater actors that went to my high school. Noah Robert, Noah, Noah Robbins, Robbins went to my yes. high school. Ethan Bro- Slater. Ethan Slater, Broadway went to my zone. high school. Yeah, yeah, like, so I'm not poo-pooing her taste. However, <laughs> when it came to some of, and this is, you know, I know that this is a very rudimentary way of looking misogynista? at. Misogynista? Yeah, when it comes to the the women. Yeah, it's giving misogynista and, and femmes, and, myself. Yeah, yes. and it was like, I was like, 
bitch, I can fucking sing and I can <laughs> dance and I can cry, mother. You know what I mean? And never gave me a single opportunity. All the other girls, not, they all work in like... Jewelry. Not, not this. Jewelry. They don't do this professionally. Every girl and from I, my high school way, is a jeweler. I don't know if... I, I was talking to one girl and she was like, I was mostly just upset that she thought that I could have ever done it for real. Because the second she left high school, she was like, oh, I can't actually pursue this. <laughs> like, what? Oh, okay. So in addition to harming you, the talented, yeah. she set up the untalented yeah, for this exactly. <laughs> exactly. But the theater teachers are very haunting for a haunting. lot of Haunting. And everyone, every successful artist who is not like... Uh, like an anti-vax white girl from Ohio, like star of Broadway, like has a haunting story. Yeah. And if you if you don't have a haunting theater theater director story from high school as a professional, mm-hmm. then you are probably toxic. Yes. And actually, oh my God, I hear someone knocking. <laughs> Welcome to the guidance counselor's office. This is now the segment <laughs> where Alphys. we get to Alphys. I heard it. This is now the segment... <laughs> Office. This is now the segment I'm going to talk like this, probably how your guidance counselor spoke mm-hmm. at Episcopal. Mm-hmm. This is now the segment where we get to rectify <laughs> something that has haunted us from the past. We get to re- redo, we get to rid ourselves of a, of a traumatic past event and we get to work it out here in the guidance counselor's office. Right. So I'm the guidance counselor surprise. Okay. Is there something that you need to free yourself of that haunts you. Yeah, absolutely. That you want to work on Absolutely. Uh, Mike, can you bleep the name? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to say it. You can bleep the name. Yeah. But yeah, we went to Beach Week. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. You're the only person <laughs> that I know that I've met in my adult life that didn't I didn't go to high school with that went to Beach Week. Well, yeah, okay, I went so to what, Beach what Week. were we doing? Rehoboth, Bethany, one of these places, Virginia Beach. Where were you going to Beach it Week? It was Myrtle. Myrtle. Okay. Classic. It was Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And you're right. I had no business going. I was like not popular. I was like not. Everyone went. It was just a hell of an experience. Everyone did not go. There were no black people (laughs) on this trip. There were no non. uh, White. Non elites. Non elites. Uh, And. I was, I had like, you know, like I was so outclassed like money wise. Mm -hmm. And so I was like determined to go, but I didn't really have the resources. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, I'll get down here like this. I'll drive with these folks. And then on the way back, I'll drive with this person. Austin. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> A terrible that, name, by the way. Sounds like sounds like someone that would be nasty. Yeah, and the audience will never hear it, but no. you know, it's and, and <laughs> so uh, I went to Beach Week. It was like as expected, just mm-hmm. like this like really dark. Dark. Like it's just partying is like so toxic. And also just letting high schoolers have beach rental homes is what are we doing? It's so weird. It's so weird. And so just much like, like Natty Ice. Yeah, just like the culture of like drinking that is like just so like um quintessential of uh, 
any sort of like elite Southern or fratty culture. Yeah. Is really, really wild. And so <laughs> left me. <gasps> left me abandoned in Myrtle Beach. Got up in the middle of the night and left, drove back to the East Coast without me. And I'm like panicking. Like I like don't have like any sort of like plan B or plan C. And thankfully, there was someone who I was able to drive with, like, last minute. Or, like, they, like, drove me to a train station and then I, like, caught a train. Like Holy shit. I know. But, like, the, it, it, like, it was sort of, like, haunting because I had, like, I just had all of these warnings from my parents like right. throughout life of being like the only people you can count on is us right like only, like trust your family. only trust your family like white people are sneaky oh my god and they cheat and they always get away with it <laughs> and so in this like one fell swoop i was just like they were right they were right yeah and and like to this day like i've never really let go the idea that like I should be and that I should expect to be abandoned. Sure. At any moment. At the least at the least as like when I'm like feeling my best. Right. It's like always like expect that that could happen. I get or it. That it should happen. Or that like someone will just decide that they are actually just going to leave and never tell you. Did he ever apologize? I don't think I don't think I brought it up. I don't think I brought it up. Wow. At the reunions I go. I go to the reunions. Wow, what a little fucker. I know. But know that you're not going to be abandoned. No one's going to do that to you. And also, if someone does do that to you now, I will ruin their life. Thank you. There's I personally will ruin their life. Yeah, there's no one in my life because my personality's too big. Oh my God, Larry. <laughs> I refuse to shrink myself. Well, we need to rid ourselves of this fear. We're working on the abandonment stuff in therapy, I'm sure. And I know that... He who shall not be named will no longer hold power over you <laughs> for being a little fucker. Yeah. And I bet you he's up to boring shit. No, yeah, diddly. Diddly squat. Diddly, not um, diddly squat. Did you have a senior quote? Oh my gosh, they're so bad. What were they? They're so bad. And it's like, like it's, it's from Sunday in the Park with George, but it's like not the one that like, it should be like, stop worrying where you're going, move on or something like that. Or like anything you do, let it come from you. But I wrote, I wrote, work is what you do for others. Art is what you do for yourself. Wow. Gorgeous senior quote. Yeah. But it's like actually not how I feel about it. I feel like art is for the people. <laughs> like it's not for me. Like <laughs> it's the opposite of actually everything that I think art is. Uh... <laughs> and like, it's a character like, saying it like in a yeah. way that like the author does not want you to agree with them. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, then there's another quote. There was like a, a Bill Finn quote. It was like, some historians try to tell us what was here and what was over there. So we stare looking up. Just an idea about like history and time. I love that. Yeah, babe. That's beautiful. Yeah, I know I was deep. Did you um have finally there our, our last question. Oh, I do need to know, did you go to prom and what did you wear? Um, so everything was backwards. Nothing could be normal. Right. So it was not called prom. It was called finals. Oh, finals God. dance and just standard tuxedo with like a vineyard vines, cummerbund and tie. Like we could go every year. It was very much not an event. Okay. Yeah. And my final prom was common. You know what I mean? Did like, you have a, could... did, well, did you have a girlfriend? No, never. They always would just see right through it. Mm. Yeah. My final question. <laughs> My final question of the show, kind of the namesake of the show. What was your senior superlative? 
Or did you not have one? We because didn't have, we, we didn't have one, but it was like in 20 years. It was like we have like yeah, it, it was like a predictor. Like, it, yeah, like in 20 years yeah. and like mine, like I wrote my own because I was the youngest. It was like in 20 years, Larry will be 30. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, fuck. And I forgot to ask my most important question, which I think I can. I have time to ask. <laughs> the, now the real final question is going to be if you could give your high school self advice, what would it be? I would say I like everything that you want to happen is gonna happen. No. So like just calm down and have fun. Yeah. Like you're like you're like you are right and it's okay. And everything's gonna be okay. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Larry. I know. Thanks for coming on my show. Thanks for having me. It was so much fun. It was so fun. You have to come back for part two so we can talk more about... (laughs) I have Beach Week trauma as well. Beach Week trauma. We need to... We're mutually deciding right now that we're releasing our Beach Week trauma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Horrid time. Horrid time. Yeah, I want to know what happened to you. Um... Well, Larry, where can everyone find you? <laughs> At Larry Owens Live. There you go. You got to see Larry live. That's just my handle. I know, but I'm Larry saying you Owens also got to see Larry live. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing anything live. Um, <laughs> no dates. I'm, no, no dates I'm coming fir- up. I'm firmly away. Um, <laughs> I feel you. Um, wow, Larry, just the absolute best. And you know, you know me, your gorgeous host, Greta Titleman. I realize I haven't been introducing myself at all in the top of these episodes, but it's like you know who the fuck I am. You know what art. I mean? It's on the cover art, babe. And here's the thing: um, subscribe, like it, follow me on on Instagram, probably. And, um, you know, until next time, steak will never change. Bye. (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.